Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwalk. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Hi. Hi. We have a freaking new president. We do. Thank goodness. We survived till now. And now the real work cow. begins. Now, I mean, there's, yes. I was saying that to you and mom earlier today, too. There's so much work to do. It's not yeah. like it's just going to be like, click, fix. But uh, no. <laughs> holy cow, it feels like you can actually breathe. No, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly having an emotional release over it. What about you? Um, uh, I don't really care much about who's in office or like, I don't know how to phrase this. Um, You've said before that you care about it. I care that it's not Trump. I think the realities of D.C. Um, and the realities of what has to be done in order to not let the systemic problems stay in place Trump was not the cause. Trump was a symptom. And in order to fix those things, it's going to take the will, the continued will of the people. Mm. Yeah. And one man, one woman can't fix the problem. No, no, no. I agree. I'm just, I'm so glad that these two with such dignity and, and respect, they're just going to take back the White House in a way where people, it, it just, it, it puts the nation back in a spot of, right. Here we are. Here we go. Now yeah. let's rebuild the atrocity that has happened. That it was a slow build, like you were saying, but uh, now they can. Now they can. I don't, I don't know that it was a slow. I don't know that it was a slow build. I would. I would be pretty argumentative on that. I would say that the the problems are not a. They, they were not slow. They were always present. Just as like cis white people, we kind of got to avoid a lot of them in our lives, and it was only in the last four years that we were really smacked in the face with it. And then on top of mm, that, you add COVID. And then it's yeah. like, it just, the disparities between all different communities are just super highlighted by this, you know, huge thing. And on top of that, you then have this incredibly corrupt, uh, corrupting force in the executive branch. And it's just like, ugh. How did you feel seeing Pence there, even though Trump, you know, slithered away and, I would have liked uh, uh, Pence. I'm glad Pence was there. I would have. I, was glad I would he was have liked too. Trump to be there. I mean, we there was never even there was a, never a question. No. I knew he wouldn't be, but I would have liked him to have been there because just to uphold the traditions and have the peaceful transition and all and of it, that. It also it it kind of undercuts it. So my theory is that the Democrat or the Republican Party, the left or the right in this country, are only as good as the arguments that they're arguing against. So if you hmm. only have a bunch of liberals running super liberal everything and everything runs super left, you have the same problems if everything runs super right. They're just different problems. Yeah. They're just big problems. You abandon people in rural parts of our country and like all of these things that I think are valid concerns of conservative of the conservative base. But appealing to those concerns through racism and through otherism is what... Trump and the Republican Party have been doing for 60 years. Yeah. And all of that came home to roost. And pandering to those policies, which is what a lot of Democrats did, including um, Joe Biden when he was in the Senate, um, they they bear responsibility for some of that change that needs to happen. And it's... I just would have liked Trump to have been there because it kind of... It sharpens their ability to have... it. Well, yeah, it also sharpens the ability of the conservative movement to have, like... 
a balancing argument. Like there's no argument for balance. Like I think that right now the, the, um, was it the mandate that Joe Biden should feel is do whatever you want to do in these first hundred days and get it done <laughs> get while it you done. have a slim, signing, slim majority in the executive Senate. orders yeah. to get back in the Paris Accord. And I mean, there are all these things he's yeah. going to be doing to undo some of what he's able to undo. And I know it's not going to be the quick fix and then everyone's going to be fine and everyone's going to be happy again, but at least yeah. it's a massive step in the right direction. And to have Kamala sworn in and, and yeah. just the the magnitude, the level of that, it was pretty incredible having Lila watching that with yeah, it us. Cool. It was really and it was, special. It was, it was cool to see how embracing um, you know, Lady Gaga, J-Lo, I was going to say, what did you Garth think of Gaga? Brooks, I... I mean, her g- entrance. She made alone. she made me cry. It did kind of remind me of Hunger Games. Um, her outfit was oh, a little I Hunger Games. A little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought J Lo was sensational. Um, I my the thing that touched me the most was um, the fire marshal who did the Pledge of Allegiance that she signed it the whole that time. She that touched. It. I think that touched me the most. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm hoping it's not just like virtue signaling. I hope that all of like the diversity and the women, people of color, P, um, trans people, LGBTQ community that are going to be represented in this cabinet. Right. Um, I mean, he's naming incredible individuals. I hope that these people are utilized to the full extent of their capability and not just used as tokens. Yeah. That is a concern that I have. And uh, my general concern with a lot of the like quote unquote liberal elite is that it's just virtual signaling and not actual commitment to change. Really? Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you're a politician, part of what you want to do is be in power. So what are you doing? but there are politicians who are genuinely good people. And I feel like the vast majority of the politicians who did rise to power in our generation, even the generation before, yes, had some of that, of just the power Mm -hmm. aspect, but some of them were actually good people or aspects of good... Well, I mean... There's a lot of people in the House and in the Senate that you and I are by no means familiar with who yeah. are of varying age, who might be quality human beings like we believe Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris to be. Right. Or they could all just be equally as um, cynical as Mitch McConnell. It's just <laughs> because their policies happen to lean left, we kind of apologize for them. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think I look at it as the right and left. I just look at it as morals and doing the humane right thing. Maybe that's yeah. because I was raised so... Liberally. Liberally, except, <laughs> you know, my dad. I mean, it, He's I mean, fiscally conservative. Right. But so beyond I mean, that, he's not of, really conservative. You know, I just, I think there's, there's more to it than just the black and white of left and right, for sure. Yeah. But trying to define that is is difficult because I don't think there is a fluid definition for it. And so people just well, need to... Well, I think conservatism the, and progressivism... Yeah. Do what's right by the people as a whole. But one of the problems is, is that um, over the last 70, probably the entirety of our nation, um, each side has defined the other as absence of morality, as absent mm. of morality. So like, if you're a progressive, you think conservatism lacks morality. If you're a conservative, you think progressivism lacks morality because the other one leaves you behind and you find it to be unethical, unmoral to leave, to be left behind. I see what you're saying. I don't see it that way, but I do see what you're saying. I totally get that. But that's how the argument's made. And that's how, that's why you even have the language of morality and ethic in there is because we've been socialized to feel a certain way about something. And it's like, and it's electric because you're like, well, why would I ever? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Wow. Why would I ever think that way? That's just not moral. Okay. Well, to that person, it is. What they're thinking is it's moral. (laughs) So it's like. 
Oh, yeah, and that's for interesting. Certain, for certain people, the only morality is power. And as cynical and nihilistic as that is... That just is, puts a pit in my stomach. You even saying that just like yeah. puts a pit in my stomach. It's, it might be gross to us, but to yeah. those people, that's sexy in a weird way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Holy cow. <laughs> but that's also like what happens. Yeah. And I texted Ariana today just to say, you know, I love you and I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you every day, but yeah. especially today. Um, because Ariana, one of my best, dearest friends since sixth grade... Um, she is going to be the senior advisor to the National Security Advisor yeah. on Biden's administration. And it is just unbelievably thrilling. I mean, I've watched Ariana. She used to write for Obama back in Chicago. Yeah. In She's the most 08, accomplished, 07, accomplished person I mean, of our wedding party. She I think. is... She well, is an Ellie, unstoppable force. I mean, everyone, everyone has their, their unique things, but Ariana is just one of those people. It's just a, a go-getter yeah. and fights for what's right. No and offense just to anybody in up. our wedding party. No, no offense to anybody. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so insanely proud of her and to see yeah. her gain and garner this title and, and what she's going to be able to, to do and be there is just, yeah. it's and amazing. I, and it's so incredible. Similarly to all of, I, and I have no doubt because of the clout she's garnered over her years and her work, um, I hope they listen to her because sometimes it's hard to listen to the young woman in the room. It's true. No, it's even true. Even though she's, you know, in her mid-late 30s. We're still mid-30s. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, mid-36 is mid. Uh-huh. And mid. <laughs> <laughs> and... I, I just hope she's listened to because that's one of those things. And I, and I hope that she is supported enough that when she uh, feels like going out on a limb, she feels safe to go there. Yeah. That's the thing is yeah. we can do like, that, that's what I mean by virtue signaling at the end of the day is like, I hope that we put all these people in a room and then we actually listen, listen to, to them. them. Not just like, cool, you're here. Now let's continue to do the thing we are doing all the time. And then we can actually blame you and, and use you as the I scapegoat for feel our things. Like there's been so much, so much cynical negative energy around, especially the last four years, with Biden and the and this group. I don't think that's the know, thing. Man. He was in the Senate and the House for thirty six years. Like he we was, gotta... but they didn't have power majority for most of it, right? I mean, he thirty so thirty six years. He would have been there for Clinton. Yeah. Um, and he. But that's the whole. That's the whole. And they also. Senate. That's not just one. One man. I just. I just feel like he is actually a good person with. Oh yeah, I the think intentions he's inc- of helping this country any way he can. Truly, the number one priority. And I think he's an incredibly decent human being. Yeah. And I think that that. Is I know he wasn't a lot of people's first choice in the primaries. Yeah, by no means. And, and I mean, I, I totally get that. But I feel like he at least, and I know I said it before, he will bring back dignity and respect to the White House and to America, <laughs> hopefully, to the world, to. And I was not going to erase, but help negate or just grovel and apologize for the atrocities of the last four years. I, I think that we shouldn't negate or erase. I think that we should look at it and... Learn from it and grow. Be reflective upon yes. the fact that we built that. But to say to the Paris Accord or to anyone, you know, all these other organizations yeah. and, and amazing things that the world does it together in <laughs> unity, that then Trump was like, <laughs> peace out, you a-holes. I mean, I just feel like... He needs to first thing first patch some of that up and go. Yeah. That does not at all. Well, but represent also, what we truly are. But you run into. But there is a lot of the country that still voted for him. So no, I but totally you also get that. you also run into the issue is if you do that. Here's a really interesting thing for precedent to think about. Well, that means that each so like Trump doing what Trump did to a lot of Obama's policies 
by negating them, he showed other countries and other uh, heads of state or um, captains of industry that if they just wait for a favorable president, they don't have to believe in American policy. So Biden runs into an issue that if he yeah. just flies against everything Trump did, and, and there's countries... Just the really dangerous ones. Well, they, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean... But, my, but my, my point is more like that just means that, cool, like Iran maybe doesn't want to come to the table. Maybe they like making nuclear weapons. Yeah. Like maybe Russia doesn't want to come to the table and they want to wait till their next handpicked candidate gets back in the White House. I don't think that will happen to the degree it just did again. I feel like this was yeah. a wake-up call, a massive wake-up call in so many regards. I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope I'm right too. But like when you think about it, we still won with the super old white guy, so it's not that much of a wake-up call. I mean, yeah, but we that went... doesn't take anything away from the vice president and Oh, and no, what's her, her accomplishments are amazing. Um, but it's like the final two Democratic candidates were two old white guys, and yeah. the final two between the Republican and the Democrat were two old white guys. Yeah. So at the end of the day, how far have we progressed if our if our ideals are actually progressing so significantly um, more youth oriented and forward looking, how in earnest are those when the person who's making policies won't live in the world in which his policies are affecting? Yeah. And I, that doesn't mean that Biden hasn't had a civil um, a civic minded ethos behind everything he's done, um, all for the good and the bad. But I'm just. I, I, I won't hold my breath, and I will be positive, but um, skeptical. Be positive. positive, positive, positive. But skeptical. But skeptical. You'll be a realist. Yeah, I mean, I have to be. My optimism got, I don't want to say... Shattered? No, not shattered's too strong of a word, but it definitely got... What's that word I'm looking Shrink-wrapped? for? <laughs> Shrink-wrapped? Shrink-wrapped. It definitely got brought down and bogged Just down. tightened it up. <laughs> um, tighten it up. But I am... I am overly optimistic probably probably more so than i should be yeah i would calm that down i'm just gonna be disappointing so (laughs) happy in that one regard that he's gone yeah you i mean you were saying you had like quite an emotional release as a result of that we were so we were watching i mean lila was playing with her fairy house and being adorable because she is in a massive tinkerbell phase and is just the cutest thing ever and mom was just watching and crying yeah, and, and I, I was mean, tearing it, up too and you were tearing up I wasn't having that it was this thing of watching taking it in I was kind of videoing Lila watching it just because it was this incredible moment and then after that's when it hit mm. I think that's what I'm feeling right now it's just it's such an overwhelm it's a release it's a release of both good and bad it's okay. it's it's wonderfully uplifting positive emotions and then lots of emotions of dread and fear of that unknown. My immediate, immediate thought as soon as he was sworn in was, for the love of God, I hope he lives through all four years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yes. I thought there was going to be an attempt or something was going to happen today. Day's not over yet. That's true. Oh, that's true. That's scary. Like, these things that's are... That's true. And they've never been, since the 6th, they've never been so, so real. prescient so, in our right, minds. Like, right. So actually tangible yeah. right there of it could. Yeah. So there were 12, 12 National Guard people ended up getting turned away after the FBI vetted them. 
The FBI had to vet the National what? Guard for protecting the Capitol, and 12 people got sent home. I mean, I don't know any of the details. Holy but. cow. I know Ivan sent me a picture. Uh, he had some trouble getting in. So originally, the Northwestern wasn't going to have everyone down there doing what they're supposed to do, but it is a presidential yeah, inauguration, inauguration and, yeah. and you know, a really and huge monumental thing. And they're and, covering right. the Capitol. So they wound up being down there, mm-hmm. and Ivan sent me a picture. Um, he was in the car, and there's military and everybody right there, and he goes, got held up at the the checkpoint. There was a bit of a miscommunication, but now I'm through, and it's cool, and here we go. And it was just, it's just, I'm glad the security yeah, quadrupled itself, and, and yeah. you know, but it's, it is what I hope he makes it all four years, too. Yeah, it's just weird to think about things like that. But it, and he has made it very clear he's going to be a one-term He's, he, not, he's, he's not a bridge president. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, well, he Kamala? has. Well, Kamala then in four years? She go would for probably it? be the more than likely the most, yeah. most politically known. I wouldn't mind that. But she'll get primaried. Yeah. She'll get primaried from the left. And she'll get primaried from the left because I know that the policies of this administration will not be as progressive as people want. And as opposed to. Well, they do have to tread lightly to. to I mean, they have to take action and make things happen. How do you bring but a country back together if you just pull super hard left? There's certain things that you have to... Exp- like, the, the issue is... You think they're going to pull super, super hard left? No, I don't think they can. Oh, okay, okay. And I, I, think like, I don't res- think they're going to, and yeah. I think as a result of not doing that, they'll get primary from the left in, t- in four years and then give it back to the Republican Party. Because, if anything, Democrats... Look, a- after, <laughs> after Nixon had to resign, we ran Carter. <laughs> and then Carter got demolished by um by Reagan. Yeah. So all it takes is misplaying your hand and you end up creating like if they create a power vacuum that allows um a Trump to come back in 4 years. I mean, think about it. Ivanka could run in 4 years. I don't think I know you've said that a couple times. I don't think anyone in the Trump they're all going to be taken down legally. I don't think anyone is actually going to come back and uh, be able to run or hold any kind of public office I ever hope. again. However, there is that fear that you were talking about, which is unfortunately possibly true, of this awaken things in so many other people that someone else who's going to be even yeah. worse than Trump. Well, I think it's a. I think a, I think Ivanka is a pretty um, easy, easy person to run in in four years. What? I was going to say, what credential or any kind of thing? But she was advisor but to the president for four years. To a, I'm not going to even her say dad. That. Yeah, but okay. I was, I was going to say a, a much meaner word, but yeah, I'm not going to say that. But that's a credential. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird credential to think about. <laughs> but to, did you read that thing about her and Jared? Of she, they didn't let their Secret Service people use their bathrooms, and so they had to rent the apartment, the basement apartment yeah. next door. Yeah. I saw that and I just kind of my jaw dropped and then I went, I'm actually not surprised. But that is disgusting. I mean, that is the, disgusting. You hear about Hollywood producers doing kinds of stuff like that. Which is also atrocious and yeah. disgusting. I think there's a thing. Um, one of the problems with the presidency um, and also the media surrounding politics is there's a celebrity with being a political head, head in our country. I think to, um, I think in a way only similar to um, dictatorships in a weird way. Hmm. Like there's a cult of personality around the office of the presidency, and so people try to get close to it in I a way that's like different than the rest of the world. celebrity around the presidency, I, see, I totally see where you're going with this, 
wasn't to the degree it is until Obama. Uh, like Clinton. Th- yes, he but no. He went on Arsenio Hall. Clinton, that, okay, so Clinton, Clinton started it, but I think because social media wasn't really a thing yet, but it Reagan exploded was into that. a whole, well, yeah, but I don't think there was this celebrity, I mean, he was an actor, but there's not the celebrity notion of, oh my God, the president, like I got to get but since selfie, blah, blah, blah. But there was Bush, Clinton definitely had Kennedy. aspects of it. Well, Kennedy was just a star-studded, yeah, you know, but he wasn't like, like you really want to look at his policies. No, I see. I totally see where you're going with like it, but I feel he, like Obama is what made it like the cool celebrity presidency. Like I feel like he's the one who kind of redefined. Well, can you also have um like George W. And Bush? Michelle, George, but George W. Bush hated the spotlight, yeah. and because of when in um history his presidency was like you have to want the spotlight to a certain degree to want to be president yada That's yada he was true. puppeted by all of his dad's friends also can yada yada that but if it weren't <laughs> yada, yada, yada. but if it weren't for 9-11 i think george w bush kind of is a very quiet one-term mm. president mm. um and also like if it weren't for the the split a, a split electoral college and the supreme court needed to get involved like i don't think his presidency was the way it was if you don't have 9-11, you don't have Katrina, and the explosion of media and the Gosh. internet around it. Were they both? Whoa. In his first term? Yeah. Yes. Holy cow, 9-11 and Katrina. Yeah, That's Kanye, right. When Kanye said George Bush hates black people, and <laughs> Mike Myers had to vamp during the <laughs> MTV. Like, I had forgotten about um, that. My gosh, the MTV Movie Awards. No, that wasn't the MTV Movie Awards. The MTV was doing a... Um, a fundraiser for Katrina victims. Oh, that was the fundraiser. And, you're right, you're right, you're and right. And Kanye was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> George Bush hates black people. Totally and Mike Myers, in that. the most Canadian way possible, was like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then try to like move on. Wow. Um, but wow. Th- I, I think the celebrity of the presidency is um, possibly having Joe Biden there who couldn't be less interested in being famous. I think that's I think why that's, I think that'll be helpful. he's going to do good. Right. I think that's one of the reasons why he's going to do such great But the media ecosystem things. needs them to be a celebrity. He'll be on Ellen. He'll be on. I mean, he'll but make these CNN, appearances. How is he'll CNN going to make their he money? Will. He will. How is Fox going to make their money? How is the, the OAN Did you say Newsmax? that they didn't cover OAN? The, OAN's uh, landing page was not covering the election until, af- or not the election, the inauguration until after the speeches were over. Their landing page wasn't covering it. That's horrific. It's uh, ex- that's kind ju- of expected. Just, no, that's even that's even a lower than their masthead was talking expected. about how Biden's going to go after domestic terrorists. Comma is he going to target Trump supporters? N- not asking the question. Why do people assume Trump supporters are domestic terrorists? Okay, not all Trump supporters are. Not but all of them are. The fact that they end up kind of like being in the same general Venn diagram group is like whoa, red flag. Yeah. Maybe that's something we should talk about. Anyway. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that... Ho- I, I just really hope these 100 days are productive, effective. I hope the executive orders that are used... I hope um, having 50 plus one votes in the Senate yes. is useful. Oh, my gosh, um, yes. I hope to God they... Uh, 14th Amendment Trump not convict him. Uh, for impeachment, I hope right. they just use the Fourteenth Amendment. Right. That way, he can just go away. Go away. Because if you have to, go con- away. if you have an impeach, if you actually have the uh, Senate trial of him, he will continue to be a 
like pop culture figure for the next year. Yeah. And I don't and want we don't that. want that. We just, that. Want we just go, go away. Go away. Which go apparently away. he can't live at Mar-a-Lago. No, they don't want him to. No, he can't because he signed a contract that said he would never live there. Oh, so he has, I thought it was the residents around being like, please don't. So in order to get the tax rebates um, that he got when he um, made the purchase of Mar-a-Lago in order yes. to get like the from the state of Florida and local municipalities the, and those tax rebates are still in effect. He and no member of the club can reside there for more than like 21 calendar days in a year. Oh, and, you know, he definitely has. They've made certain allowances while he was president, but which I kind of understand. Um, but he can't live there, and those tax rebates stay in place. So either the club loses their tax, certain tax exemptions, or and and Trump lives there, or Trump can't live there. He's not welcome back in New York. No, New York New York went by, cut all well, ties. Well, when he, when he moved out, they were like, thank God. Yeah. Um, that... Interestingly, somebody who's cravenly needing of of um, of celebrity, he's going to have to remove his name from everything that he has his name on. Um, that's in a place that he's not beloved. Yeah, like Trump International Golf Course in in uh, Southern California. I imagine they might have to rename that at some time. Oh in the yeah, next no, four years. the PGA is is pulling any and all tournaments yeah. from all Trump. Oh yeah, I know. And I, it's it's in- nice to see the country waking up. And these corporations on the business side actually finally being able to be like, I don't mean, I don't know what they're it was just, like behind closed doors, they're just but doing now doing what they think is most profitable. That's no, it. I know, but it's nice to see that they're actually doing it. Yes, but until and not uh, letting it slide. But until now, morale making concessions like they always do. But they're they're only doing it because their morality is their bank accounts and their stock portfolio. They're not actually having morals. They're being beholden to their stockholders, which is what they're supposed to do as private companies. Yeah. And their stockholders are saying. I'm less comfortable with my money supporting white this supremacy name. than I was a week ago. Yeah. And that's like, okay, cool. That's not morality. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like we need to have a whole thing all about the actual, morality. Well, I mean, the, thing, <laughs> the problem is with, um, and I don't mean to say the problem with capitalism is, but oh, capitalism, the market will bear what the market will bear. And if the market will endure racism, sexism, xenophobia, it will. It's right. only until certain right. certain greater forces tell the market, "Hey, that's not acceptable anymore." That things change, like you, like you, when you think about, um, like, why Oscar's so white, and all of the growing change in the portrayal of different people of color, LGBTQ community in media. It's only grown to actually be like, "Hey, we should cast gay actors to play gay roles. We should actually." cast somebody who's Asian to play that role as Asian and not whitewash it and not like straight wash things because it's now morally reprehensible to do those things. And because it's morally reprehensible, it's now fiscally irresponsible. Yeah. And only because it's fiscally irresponsible have those changes been made. And we should not delude ourselves to think anything else, (laughs) in my opinion. Yeah, no, no. Holy cow. Well, here's to a brighter... Brighter Hopefully. future. A brighter, a brighter future. Here's to building back better. I like that. Here's to building back better. Well, that, and this last, the, this last weekend, um, we celebrated mom's 70th birthday yeah, and it was quite a, quite a, a to do at the house, but it was still wonderful. Yeah, we had all these different aspects. Hell of a party. It was, it was pretty great. It was you pretty great. You should be a party planner. <laughs> I do enjoy that. I have planned yeah. many a party at this point. 
I'm under contract on my second listing. Yeah, you are. Helped somebody also get a lease this past week, which is great. Yeah, what was that like? You had to kind of do your first pickup chauffeur thing. What was that like in COVID? And what was that like work-wise? It was complicated. Um, I don't know how much I actually should talk about or will. But like it it was just, it's one of those things where the apartment market has been able to respond to the shifting change of the hotel market a little bit faster than the condo market as far as renting, uh, as far as owners renting their units to tenants. So as a result, apartments are a little bit more desirable to somebody that wants that boutique hotel vibe. Hmm. You're not going to find that as readily in a condo. It's going to come with a little bit more of a premium. So after you know, going through all of the dollars and cents of all the different lease terms at all the different condos and apartment buildings, we were ending, We ended up able to find my client uh, an apartment that she's going to like living in. But what was it like going to pick her up? You had to wear like a face shield and the... And well, the just du- I actually ended up just double double masking. You double masked. I just, I just double masked. And you chauffeured and her around all over the place. She stayed in the back seat and we just talked all day and... Picked her up from know. the airport and then dropped her off at the hotel. Hotel, yeah. And I got to deal with circling through all the, the military blockades. Right, the, the barricade. He couldn't get through to the hotel because I'd of where she off, was in D.C. I'd drop her off two, uh, two blocks away and tell her how to get there. That's crazy. And I said, text me when you get there. Text me when and you get there. Did. And she said, here. <laughs> that's so nice. But hopefully yeah. a year from now, you know. Nine months from now. Nine, it's not a year. Oh, great. It's nine months from now. Because it takes about three months to get the whole process going. Ah, yeah. Okay. So in okay. in um, six months, like I mean, I'll be checking in with her every month. But yeah, in see. six months, I will um, see what she needs to get her portfolio ready to purchase. Then That's in exciting. nine months, we'll get pre qualified for a loan. And then because I don't want her to be unhomed in that window, so that means right, that she right. has to be able to. That means by go from one to the next, and it has to have the and thirty or sixty days. M- more or, than likely. For tax purposes, it'll be better for her to purchase inside of 2021 than it would be to purchase in 2022. So oh, wow. yeah. not that I'm a tax advisor. I'm not a tax expert. Please seek your uh, certified tax professional. <laughs> um, but it'd be better for the her. The fine print, the fine print. Well, no, but that's an, it's also an important thing. Like uh, The thing of being a real estate agent is you're kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. But you have to assert that you're a master of one thing, even though you have to learn about a lot of things. That's fair. Um, and that you should consult your attorney, you should consult your tax prep, uh, um, uh, your tax professional, uh, just because I, I know these things, but I don't know the granular details that these other people will. Speaking of taxes. Yes. We, I mean, so I'm a nut. I mean, I was trained by Eric Myers. The second things come in, you make your appointment. And if I have not done my taxes by the, like the week of February 1st, I start getting the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. This year is going to be so wild as we're trying to collect certain things. Yep. We have to make sure we filed our address to all yeah. the appropriate things so we don't get hit with something like yeah. we got hit with a few weeks ago. Yeah. And most of this year we weren't making any income because of the move mm-hmm. and COVID and how things are going to then balance back out as to when we file and how we file and who we file with. And I just realized, wow, there's a lot we got to do to get ready for that because it's yes. already nearing the end of January. It is. So we got we to put our ducks in a row and, and figure all that out. And I, I advise all of you to do that too, well. even though people are going to get extensions. Stay on top of it, be responsible, and yeah. do your stuff. Definitely. And that's all I have to say about that. Well said. <laughs> well, I know you are off to go to... Two appointments. Appointments. So we will, we will bid adieu. Yay to... America. America. 
and the start of a of hopefully a, a fresh, chapter. wonderful chapter. And through the ups and the downs again, always happy to be going through it with you. Yeah, and our sweet I'm lucky to be love. with you and our, our families. And our sweet little fur baby. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this has, has been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. But black lives still matter. Oh, yes. Love is still love. Love is love is love. Stay home. Stay safe. Stay, stay healthy. Safe. And remember, just because there's a new president doesn't mean you shouldn't still get your voice heard. Correct. We love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.